1: Hi, this podcast contains big old spoilers for AEW Dynamite tonight. They recorded Dynamite on Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager yesterday. We're going to talk about some of the things that happened on that show in a few moments' time. If you don't want AEW Dynamite spoiled for you, can I advise you to skip ahead to five minutes and 30 seconds in, where we won't be talking about it at all. A promise. If you don't mind it being spoiled, sit back and enjoy. AEW is on a boat. Edge is in the rumble. Maybe. And Booker T talks about championship perks. Hey, they say, look, you want your own locker room. I say, no, nah, I don't want my own locker room. My name is Tom Campbell. And for January the 22nd, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. John Moxley belting out the tunes that's uh, that certainly is a voice certainly is a voice uh, that was Moxley on board Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager yesterday evening as uh, he was serenading the crowd with a karaoke session one of his favorite tunes sweet caroline loves belting out that when he's uh, when he he was doing it in indie shows years ago find videos of him walking out, walking out through the entrance ramp at a random indie show saying, just put Sweet Caroline on. He's a big fan of Neil Diamond. I know, right? So AEW Dynamite airs tonight, uh, but the episode's already been recorded as we speak. uh, The episode is on a charter flight flying over our heads back to the AEW headquarters. And on this episode, a history-making moment occurs for AEW as we experience the first title change in the history of all elite wrestling as on AEW Dynamite, live on the boat, kind of live on the boat, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega became the AEW World Tag Team Champions. They won the number one contenders match last week and this week, they faced off against Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky from SCU, and they won the belts. Omega and Hangman Page very much have been in a weird state of limbo uh, since, the, since the birth of AEW, really. Obviously, Kenny Omega has had some incredible matches with John Moxley. Uh, Hangman Adam Page has been doing uh, this stick where he feels a little bit out of the loop of of the other members of the elite and this certainly puts him back in a pole position i've enjoyed some of the tag team stuff they've done together and very intrigued as to what they will do now as world tag team champions also on this particular night as well as a history defining title change because that'll go down in history that one first title change in the history of aew as well as that john moxley uh, went one-on-one with pack and Moxley got the win, which means Moxley is the number one contender for Chris Jericho's AEW world title. <coughs> this seemed like a given, to be perfectly honest. Like Jer- Jericho and Moxley uh, were destined to face each other at Revolution. I liked Pac being in the mix, talking about honey badgers on the YouTube channel. <laughs> Check out The Road to the Bahamas on AEW's channel. It's It's beautiful. Beautiful promo by Pack in there. Uh, JR, meanwhile, uh, was having a, a little bit of a whinge on Twitter, as he's wont to do. Had a bit of a tough time getting to the Jericho cruise. He tweeted, FYI, Bahamas immigration is a cluster. Screaming kids, negligent parents, and a seemingly never moving line. Hashtag never effing again. If you, like me, are subscribed to Grilling JR, uh, the JR podcast with Conrad Thompson uh i'm excited for this week i'm excited for the next one when, when conrad asks the all-important question jr how are you man and jr just goes off on one i am excited how's dynamite going to work tonight so episodes were recorded on board the boat and two master tapes uh, were dispatched yesterday uh, being flown back to Atlanta on two separate airplanes, so just to just in case the one plane gets lost, I presume, or, or gets delayed, uh, it means that there will definitely be an episode of AEW Dynamite on TNT tonight, and you will uh, get to watch wrestling on a boat and a historic championship match and a historic championship moment as well on AEW Dynamite tonight.
2: You, think you know what? Oh my! The Rated R superstar, the former world champion. What? Listen to the ovation! It is thunderous in the Phillips Arena. After what many thought to be a career-threatening injury, Edge has returned.
1: The never-ending story that is Edge's comeback to WWE continues. The Royal Rumble is this Sunday. There's a couple of free spots. So once again, speculation is ramped up as to will he, won't he? He was speaking to uh, Live on Four Legs, which is a podcast and a blog. Very lovely guys there uh, about the rumors and the innuendos about his return. Ed said, it's kind of funny, to be honest, all of these rumors that I've been to Pittsburgh and that I've been cleared to wrestle and I've signed a new contract. I've no idea where any of this came from. The last time I was in Pittsburgh, I had my wrist fused in 2013. Pittsburgh is obviously where Dr. Joseph Maroon lives, the, the WWE's medical director. Uh, So he says, I go to Pittsburgh to see Pearl Jam for sure, but I haven't been there and I haven't signed a contract. I think I would know. I'll get this tsunami of comments saying you're coming back. You've signed a contract. I really, really haven't. (laughs) The thing is, we're so used to now wrestlers going on Twitter and saying one thing and another thing happening. There's a, a real, a real passion these days to work the fans, for lack of a better term. So everything we're taking with a grain of salt. So like Edge saying all these things, and if he turns up at the Rumble, you will kind of feel like, ah, been out of it there. John Morrison, who made his return recently after denying he had anything to do with a comeback in WWE. It's a very similar story here. Looking ahead to the Royal Rumble this weekend, WWE have announced that Andrade will defend the United States title at the Rumble pay-per-view against Umberto Carrillo. So Umberto made his return on Raw uh, this past Monday in a Rey Mysterio mask, saving Rey Mysterio from an attack from Andrade. I like how they have nicely transitioned from Rey and Andrade into Andrade and Umberto. and, And they'll make magic at the Rumble. I'm very excited to see that. There was concern that Umberto wouldn't get much of a look in in 2020. Uh, there was speculation from Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer, and a few of the sources that um, higher-ups had kind of gone cold on Umberto Carrillo because he didn't hit, the, you know, in their eyes, he didn't hit the ground running and didn't make an impact immediately. So they kind of went off him. I'm glad to see him back in the mix. See, I genuinely think Umberto Carrillo is going to be a star in this company going forward. I, I can't, I, I think it's, it's undeniable. Like he's got a great look about him. He's got a great presence. He's got a great style. I think think he's going to be the thing. I think you and I will talk in about five years' time about how right I was. (laughs) Another match has been added to Worlds Collide, which is the show before the Royal Rumble on Saturday. Kaylee Ray will face Mia Yim uh, on the pre-show. Kaylee Ray, the NXT UK Women's Champion, getting some action at Worlds Collide on Saturday. That show is shaping up to be a barnstormer. We know that Rhea Ripley will defend the NXT title against NXT UK's Tony Storm. We are going to see Imperium facing off against the Undisputed Era. Interesting dynamic in that match, how it's basically two heel teams banging heads. It puts me in mind of a few years ago when the Wyatt family took on the Shield and both were still heel. And it was just a great encounter. So I'm all for that. Uh, Ilya Dragunov is going to face Finn Balor. They have a chance to absolutely own the night. We have a Cruiserweight Championship Fatal four-way match, uh, which will feature stars from NXT and NXT UK. So the contendership matches are this coming Thursday on NXT UK to find out who is in the mix on that one. And of course, a dream tag team matches in there as well. Mustache Mountain, Trent Seven and Tyler Bates taking on DIY Tommaso Champa, and Johnny Gargano. Oh my God, shoot it right into my veins. I'm excited for Worlds Collide. I like the concept of Worlds Collide, but previous years, it's just kind of been a, a fan access thing they've done. During, a, uh, during like a WrestleMania weekend or something like that. I feel like now there's emphasis on this whole concept and they've really done a great job in making the NXT UK guys look like a threat. There's been a lot of talk about, about the, the positioning of NXT UK, but they've gone all out to, uh, to really bring that brand up and make them look an imposing challenge to NXT. And then once you give the NXT UK roster time to do that, it's easy because it's a, it's a roster packed with really, really incredible talent. Uh, so I, I, for one, am very excited to see what Saturday will bring at Worlds Clyde. <coughs> Talking of the UK, WWE yesterday announced a new TV deal in the UK uh, that is going to put them on free-to-air terrestrial television. This is a really exciting move. So this comes uh, with Viacom CBS's Channel 5, here in the uk they're going to air one hour versions of raw and smackdown uh, starting from the 2nd of february they're also going to air nxt uk on the paramount network each wednesday at midnight uh, they'll also show uh, total divas and ms and Mrs. on channel five streaming service my five which does a lot of reality shows and things like that this is a big deal uh, for those who are listening outside of the UK. and I'm very aware that sometimes we have a bit of a UK bias here because we're based in the UK. So I kind of want to explain why this is a big deal. Uh, During the height of the Monday Night Wars, late 90s, obviously, the highest rated TV show of a wrestling variety in the UK was WCW Worldwide. And during that Monday Night War, WCW in the UK was more often than not the winner. The reason being is because for the longest of time during that Monday Night War, WCW had a place on free-to-air television, on terrestrial television, on Channel 5, whereas WWF at that time was on Sky Sports, which is a paid subscription service and worldwide was one of the most popular wrestling shows and it's just like a like a it's just like a catch up show for WCW but because it was on free to air television over here it was the most popular so i'm very very excited by this obviously we had a little taste of that recently because AEW started airing on ITV2 so they've done they they're, they're moving into that world but channel 5 is a channel that is far more prevalent than ITV2 so this is a big deal so to have WWE with a free to air base in the UK and a new home for NXT UK. It's it's exciting times. It was a good week for US television as well. SmackDown did a good one. 2.56 viewers on Fox, which is up from last week's 2.497. So it's, it's a marginal increase, but it's an increase nonetheless. Uh, They also pulled in a strong rating for the 18 to 49 demographic, uh, similar to the one they did last week. But it shows you that there is some consistency now from the SmackDown rating. And if they can stay sort of that high end of 2 million, that's a good number for 2020. (coughs) Speaking of SmackDown, Daniel Bryan was chatting with my San Antonio about numerous things, including uh, the next line of his T-shirts being environmentally friendly. Daniel Bryan said, I'm working with them about that. Daniel Bryan's shirts are going to be made out of recycled materials. And I think five plastic water bottles will be used for every shirt. That's something that a good guy thing, that it's also environmentally friendly. And I'm also trying to get it. And this is where we're coming into a bit of a holdup here, where every shirt that somebody buys, I would like for a tree to be planted. They're balking a little bit on that one, says Daniel Bryan. He also talked in this interview with my San Antonio about... The story from the 29th of November, which saw him get dragged under the ring by The Fiend and get his hair cut. Now, obviously, we all thought, oh, that's fake hair that's coming out of the ring. Not the case at all. Daniel Bryan revealed it was, in fact, his own hair. And WWE went to the extent of hiding two barbers underneath the ring in order to cut his hair. Uh, he, He said in this interview, they were only meant to take a little bit off the top. But because they are in such a small cramped space in pretty much darkness, uh, they accidentally cut off too much of the hair, which led uh, to an entire three quarters of an hour spent after the show, Daniel Bryan having his hair cut almost all the way back. It's shorter than Daniel Bryan wanted, like most times when we go to the hairdressers. Um, I wonder whether when Daniel Bryan got it cut and they showed him, he did what we all do and went, yeah, that looks fine. (laughs) I bet he did. Uh, But I like the American dragon look. I think it's a strong look for him. Accidental, but strong. <laughs> Enzo has popped up again. So Enzo Amore and Tama Tonga uh, have had a battle on social media uh, for a little while now. And uh, Enzo popped up on Twitter last night uh, after the, the Heat had been uh, restoked again for this when Tonga issued a challenge to a match. Uh, Tonga said he wants to fight Enzo Amore with the proceeds donated to a charity chosen by the fans. Enzo Amore posted a video that not only offered up $25,000 for the match, but quoted Disney's Moana. Take a listen. Look
2: It's the. The good girl, Tamamo Wanatanga, should the daughter of a village chief know not to wake at a rooster if you don't want to make a no X? I've been staring at the edge and I've wandered, long as I can remember, never really knowing why. I wish I could be the perfect daughter, but I come back a loser, no matter how hard I try. Every L I take, every tweet I track, every path I make, every road leads back to a place I know where I cannot go the WWE. The daughter of a village chief, you couldn't even get in the WWE, you village idiot. Bro, your father is like a forefather in the wrestling business, and you are like the foreskin
1: of a gun that shoots blanks. Oh, the Bullet Club is day a day. I kind of love it. Uh, Amore is very much open to the bout. And it looks like instead of Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 3, which was rumored like they might have a match at Bloodsport 3, uh, Amore has said, I don't want to do it there. I want to do it on my terms. And there's, they're going to thrash something out. We could see Tamatonga and Enzo Amore in a wrestling ring in some variety in the next few months. Ultraviolet and Blue Demon is a disney series coming out very soon starring triple a star blue demon jr uh it's the story of a 13 year old girl who finds out that is that her famous luchador uncle played by blue demon jr is actually a superhero and he chooses her to carry on the superhero lineage of the family uh it's executively produced by Blue Demon Jr. You'll be surprised to hear. But this is cool. Dan Hernandez and Benji Sammet are the guys behind it. Uh, they are the guys that wrote Pokemon Detective Pikachu. So there's a bit of gravitas there. Um, I'm hoping it ends up on Disney+, Plus, which drops uh, in the UK in a few months' time. I would watch the heck out of Ultraviolet and Blue Demon.
2: That plush, and the best part: for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for
0: everyone. Go to bombas.com slash acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash acast, code acast. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
1: Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt.
0: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com.
1: And finally, on the latest edition of The Hall of Fame with Booker T, Booker was chatting about an incident that occurred not long after he became wcw champion for the first time and an incident as he was parking his car turned into him getting the ultimate wrestling perk at least if you're booker t i'll let booker tell the story
2: we might have been in gainesville georgia or something like that and um I remember um, I was I was driving up to the building, and Marcus Bagwell and Lex Luger they were in front of me. I went up to the security guard and the security pointed them in the direction to go under you know ground out of, you know where, where the trucks ought to park. And I came and I told him, hey, you know, I'm Booker T. You know, where I park? And he told me to go to the parking garage. Okay. And I was like, okay. And, uh, I was like, uh, I was like, okay, I'm finna make an example here today. And, uh, I remember there's Norman Smiley. He was just brand new in the company. I say, Norman, follow me. I want you to see something. And Norman followed me into the arena. And, uh, I screamed and yelled once I saw the, the security guard, the head security guard. I said, I want to know one thing right now, okay? I, 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 I want to know why these two guys can park, you know, in this area, and the world champion has to park in the underground parking. I didn't say Booker T, I said the world champion. And, uh,. <laughs> And they went off on everybody, and uh, they said, "Man, you know, let's let's make this right." You know what I mean? Normally, you get a a, a locker room when you become the world champion, you know. And they say, what you want your own locker room?" I say, "No, I don't want my own locker room. What I want is a fifty-inch TV so I can play Madden in every arena that I go to." And they got me a fifty-inch TV, <laughs> and they set it up in every arena that I went to. Don't hate the
1: player, hate the game. It. That's going to do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling News for Wednesday. Later on today on the podcast feed, a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps featuring the NWA women's champion, Alison Kay. She's set to defend her title at hard times this coming weekend for NWA. So we're going to have a chat about all of that and loads of other stuff as well. As she's on the podcast feed a little bit later on. Until then, I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye.